0: Hi, and welcome to the Lone Star Play Podcast, where we sit, eat, chat, and repeat. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong, and we are coming to you from Austin, Texas. The Lone Star Play Podcast is produced by Texas Real Food. Go to texasrealfood.com, and you can search your city for local restaurants, stores, butchers, farmers' markets, and more who are using organic, fresh, artisanal, and local sources. It's a fun site that brings all natural options all together. All right, we have a great episode today. We are going to be discussing delivery services. That's right. I'm just going straight to the point here. No, no BS. Okay, we're we're going to be discussing delivery services and what they mean to restaurants and food businesses. You know, when I say delivery services, I mean like Grubhub, Uber Eats, DoorDash, you know, whatever else is around that that people are using or using the delivery services of the actual restaurant so what do these companies mean what sort of percentages do they take um, you know is it a good idea for them you know should we be using them does this model work for restaurants right um, so we're gonna dive deep dive deep what dive deep into that uh, with a very special guest her name is Jolene Jernigan and she actually wrote she's an author and a a writer and a columnist and all kinds of blogger and all kinds of things. And, um, you know, her specialty is words. And she wrote this beautiful article for the theamericangenius.com. Um, and it's basically about that, about the delivery companies and some of the shady practices they go into. So we're going to dive deep into that and, and just talk with Jolene and go over some of those things and, you know, maybe lay out some options for you guys um, to use other than them or... You know, give us your feedback. Tell us what you think. Do you like these delivery companies? Do you want to keep using them? Or what ways do you think they can improve or do better or vice versa? So email me Patrick at Texas real food. Let me know. All right. Let's get started with the podcast. Enjoy the episode. Jolene, thank you for joining me today. I appreciate it. I know you got a gazillion things uh, to do, so I appreciate you taking the time.
1: I'm happy to, yeah. Yeah, so I know it's uh, crazy, right? This whole yeah. food delivery, third service stuff.
0: Yeah, it's, um, it's honestly, it's probably something people don't even really even know to think about to be frank with you, I think it's just, Oh, this is service. I use it. Why would there be anything wrong with it? Right. Like why, why would I even uh, question it? The restaurant's using it. They must like it. Right. Like, uh, so there's this whole behind, you know, the scenes, um, which you brilliantly, um, you know, laid out in in your article and, um, you know, and, and if you're in the industry, it's something you've thought about, right. For, for the longest time since they joined the scene, um, yeah. and they came in and you just had no choice. You know, it was, well, you don't have to use us, but who else are you going to use? You know, it was like, right. um, you're you sort of stuck with it. So i tell you what, Jolene, what I'd like you to do is just sort of give us your take on it. And, you know, you, you start yeah. us off here.
1: Okay, sure. So this is all kind of related to this article I wrote for the American genius. And it was that <clears throat> one of these Chicago Pizza Guy has had this receipt. Did you explain all that, Ria? Oh, no, not at all. Yeah, so the Chicago Pizza Guy, a small pizza business owner, restaurant owner, you know, shared his, like, summary from Grubhub for a month. And they'd had over $1,000 in sale, and at the end of the day, like, his take out of after all of the commissions and fees and promotional charges it was like 347 dollars or something very similar very low um so you can imagine that's really really uh, painful for a restaurant to lose that kind of money um and that's supposed to be serving them. Like so I'll just start out saying, I mean, I think there is a place for these types of services. I mean, the idea, the concept is good. I mean, people do want their food delivered. People sometimes need their food delivered. Maybe they're sick. Maybe, you know, like maybe they're immunocompromised. And especially right now, you don't want to get out there. So, you know, it's you'd rather have like trust like one person, you know, to kind of touch your food in transit or you know, that the packaging than Go, exposing yourself by going into a restaurant and things like that and you know there is always uh, a reason that why you might want that service but what's happened is that they kind of realized that and it's very opportunistic in in you know a lot of businesses and I know they're in it to make money but uh, it just seems that for it, it kind of it tri- it's very tricky I feel like it it's it feels like deceptive business practices now that's Feelings. I'm not. Com, don't come at me, bro. You know, please <laughs> like, don't so come at me, Grubhub. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. But, but so I just feel like, as a consumer, when we've ordered from DoorDash or Grubhub, and we have, you know, we don't realize that it's kind of like gouging the businesses. You know, we think, oh, well, we're paying this fee for delivery and for you know a tip to the driver, and you know, so we're paying all this extra money. So we kind of assume that's how those third-party delivery apps. I mean, Postmates, DoorDash, Grubhub, Uber Eats, those are kind of the big ones, you know, how they uh, function. And that's how they make their money. And that's kind of what we think. We're paying for the service, so we think that's how they're making their money. But they're also charging a commission to the restaurant. And, you know, not it's, it's not a small one. I mean, a lot of them start out at like 15 to 30%. Now, you know, to a 10% charge, I can understand that. I think that's fair. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, it is a service and they have bigger platforms because they are bigger companies making a ton of money. So they're able to, you know, put this small restaurant or food truck that may not have anyone, you know, that, that a lot of people may not know about unless they see it on, you know, the internet or on, you know, these these kind of marketing platforms. And, and so you know, in that regard, they're doing, you know, it feels like a service to the the restaurant or food truck, you know, the small business. But then the reality is if you have a 30% commission and from what my research has shown me, it does seem that, you know, the smaller businesses tend to have the higher commissions, which seems even more unfair. But if you're a Chili's or something, just randomly out of my head, it's a big chain restaurant, you know, you can afford to make a deal because you're kind of doing this like a bulk thing. Like we've got all these locations around the country, even internationally. Right. But I don't know if Grubhub's international, but you know, so we've got like all of this business for you. And so we don't work with anyone unless they do like a a cut, but you know, we we know that consumers want their Texas roadhouse, you know, they want their chilies. Like if if there's, you know, a market of people that love eating at those places that are familiar. And so Grubhub does a deal with them. And so a lot of times the big companies making most money are the ones that get the best deal. So that just seems crazy. And then, uh, and, and so this guy in Chicago did opt in for some promotions and maybe as, you know, one of the business owners, you can talk about that too, because I feel like it, again, it does feel like you kind of opt into the promotion that they want to run or, you know, people want the deal. Like, oh, Grubhub has 15% off or Grubhub has $15 off of your first order. And you're like, that's amazing. I'm going to order from Grubhub tonight. And then, but, you know, what I found out, it does seem that, you know, um, in a couple of articles I read that uh, Grubhub, I mean, that the business itself pays for those promotions. Like, you know, that yeah. comes out of the businesses, you know, the the money that the business... so even though Grubhub decided to run this promotion to stimulate sales and it does, again, it's like, it just cuts more, takes more out of like the restaurants small cut. I mean, you know, like it gets like smaller and smaller as you go down because there's like a delivery commission. There's a, just a commission to do business, you know, the cost of doing business with Grubhub. And then, you know, but if you look at this thing, it's itemized and they're just, There are like 10 lines on there for, you know, things that Grubhub is like taking out, taking out, taking out of the sales. And so, yeah, as a consumer, it's like we want to support small businesses. And especially right now when restaurants are suffering, we know this, you know, um, they have had to close. And that's unprecedented. And it's just... I've heard people say they're tired of hearing the word unprecedented, but it is <laughs> unprecedented. So deal with it, you know, <laughs> but uh, yeah. And it's just like, what are you going to do? I mean, it's, it's you want to support local businesses, but again, maybe, you know, I don't feel comfortable going into a restaurant and picking it up. So I'm going to have it delivered. It's, it's just, it's kind of, it's, it's big catch 22, but I think at the end of the day, it's hurting businesses and then, yeah. then the Yelp thing is is a whole other thing, but we can talk about that in a minute. But that that's where it really gets egregious. That's where it gets really, really. It just seems very, very wrong. So wrong.
0: Yeah, and that's you know just like review based, right? So that's like the right. I'm with you like with Yelp. That that's like a no. That's literally like a six part series of podcasts. Like, <laughs> oh, <yeah.
1: laughs> because I, I'm with yeah. you on
0: the Yelp thing. It's uh, I've had I my know. own personal crazy experiences with them. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, the delivery thing is you, you make so many great points, Jolene, and, and those are the real points to be honest with you. That, that, that's it. It's, you know, look from the business standpoint that briefly, this is what it is, right? That, you know, this company will, will, will approach you and they'll say, look, we can offer delivery to your business, you know, on our platform. And you just have to pay 33% of each sale, Plus That's we're gonna so right? It's so much, plus we're gonna give you a tablet that you've gotta set on your counter, make sure you're you're looking at it. Twenty-four hours a day, seven. Don't take your eyes off it because you might miss an order. Right? You can't. You, right, you right. can't even blink. You got to like hire an employee to stare at the damn thing. Yeah. Um, then you're gonna you're gonna fold it into the twenty-seven other tablets that the other companies gave you. So now you just got this counter of tablets. In fact, you're thinking about getting into the tablet rental business right. because you have so many tablets. Uh, that's another issue that's you know from the consumer side you'll never yeah. see that. And there's no really good ways to implement it into your POS, POS meaning point of sale system. So whatever the company uses to, you know, charge your credit card and and, right. Like, you know, make all those transactions. transactions. Um, you, you, You want all that, you know, you know, streamlined, right? You want everything right. to be the the tickets and everything, how it's going yeah. back to the kitchen and everything to be streamlined. So it's not really, it's, it's really a pain in the butt, just from that standpoint. But now you tack on these, the prices, right? So you got the 33% they're charging you and they charge the customers. So Grubhub is doing both. They're on a two yeah, lane highway. They're, highway. they're totally double dipping and they're making yeah. it seem like they're not. They're making it seem like, oh, this $6.99 or five ninety nine, dollars uh, And this is all the delivery places, mind you. Okay, so they're making yeah. it seem like the delivery charge I'm charging you is the only delivery charge, but that's not true. You know, they're charging you the delivery and they're charging the business the delivery. And I think some yeah. people you think, oh, if I pay this delivery charge, it goes to the business. Nope, not at all. Again, none of it's going to the business. In fact the least is going to the business. The most is going to the consumer and the comp- the delivery company, the actual person or business who is actually making the food, right? right. The, re- the whole reason this, e- this whole transaction is even happening yeah. is literally getting uh, the short end of the stick. And again, it's not, I don't blame the consumer. They just have no idea. This is a service that's okay. offered. It's convenient for me. Of course I'm going to use it. Um, and yes, I think long-term, it is something that food businesses are going to need to move forward. I mean, hands down, right. you, you're yeah. going to need delivery. And a, that's the point you know, They're kind of asking themselves,
1: like, is this, you know, is this actually a service that I need or that I can live with? Or is it kind of, it like I said, like an old fashioned shakedown, you know, it just feels like, because once they've gotten you, then they want you to opt into the promotions and then they want you to opt into the discounts and, and but like also to absorb the cost of all of that. And it's, um, yeah, I mean, it just adds up and especially you have to think like these are really, there's a big, well-organized companies, million, maybe billion dollar companies. I don't know. I know millions though, for sure. Lots and lots of millions. And so, I you know. know, if you have like your small mom, pop, food truck or something and they're just really trying hard to make it and they're like they're so focused on their food it's their passion it's their labor of love and you know get good ingredients do all the good things and then you know there may not be like tech savvy you know a lot of them aren't I mean you know and so they don't know what's going on and so it just kind of like you know they're a little bit blindsided even though and I said this in the article like I mean I'm sure that all of this is in the fine print somewhere, you know, like they're not going to leave themselves open, but. Oh, oh it, is, uh, it is, it is, it yeah. is for sure. But, you know, I don't, I'm not sure that every food business will understand that necessarily. And it's not, again, like if you're looking at a smaller business, they're just, you know, they, they are, running with things a lot closer to the chest you know they, they hopefully they have a business plan and are you know a lawyer or an accountant or something but a lot of times it's just them doing everything at least until they really you know get their get up and running and uh, yeah I mean and, and it just feels like it's businesses feel like they have to opt in but then it's not really beneficial for them in the long run a lot of times
0: Yeah. They get, you know, there's pressure from, look, they're smart. Okay. These companies are smart. They know what they're doing. They know that there's multiple ways they do it. One, they'll, they'll accidentally put you on their platform. All right. And then people are ordering from it and then you're like trying to what I'm not on that platform. And then they're ordering from you and blah, blah, blah. So now you're calling the company and they're like, well, do you want to just set up a deal? You know? So then you're like, well, I can't, I mean, they they force you into, right. It's a stupid way of doing it. Um, yeah. Or like
1: we have all these orders from your food track, you know,
0: exactly. Don't you
1: want this business? Don't you want these orders?
0: You're missing these order. Right. Or they say, um, you know, look, all these, or, or you just get customers that are coming to you. Go, hey, I'm trying to order from you off Uber Eats. Hey, I'm trying to order up for me off Uber Eats. Yeah. Hey, how come you So then you get that pressure.
1: They're used, to doing that. Yeah. They're,
0: they're used to using those platforms. Right. And they know, look, the company counts on that. They count yeah. on, we're going to create, you know, the value here on this platform yeah. Yeah. that that customer is then going to beg the restaurant to get on this platform. Right. Right. So So, you sort of get get strong armed into it. And again, the, the consumer has no idea that this platform is completely destabilizing to nine out of the 10 restaurants that use it. Again, you mentioned the big chains and how they get the big deals. And that's exactly it. They get the big deals on volume and they do get lower percentages. Now, we'll say this. There's nobody getting lower than 25% with like Uber Eats. That I know 100%, but that's about as, but it is lower than the 33%, but those big chains, that's basically the deal they get. 25%. um, And again, the smaller businesses, you know, these companies use the smaller businesses to literally stand on and and build off of. They're literally just little bricks that they could care less about to help build their business. That's literally built around your business. Yes. You know, and yeah. the, the key that I have with the 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 percentage, the, my problem with the percentage based uh, commission is this: they're basing th- what they're going to get from you off of your business plan, off of the prices you've set, right? The margins you've set. So they're they're sort of. What if I have a fifty dollar stake? You're getting thirty three percent of that. You have yeah. what? What's the difference between taking my fifty dollar stake? And a $4 burger. It's the same drive. It's the same walk, right? Like there's no difference. But they want to take off of your product. They want to take money off of the dish you've designed and created, and the reason it has that value, which makes no yeah. sense to me, right? So I, the percentage thing on top of it, I hate. It should be a set amount. You want a delivery? This is what it is. It's two ninety nine. It's three ninety yeah. nine, and it, yeah. it, uh, that, that's right. it. So same
1: amount of gas, same amount of time. Absolutely, it's it's, I mean, it's
0: completely crushing to the restaurants because the high priced items. Look, restaurants do stuff on the back end to meet them in the middle meaning they change the portion sizes they lower yeah. it so you don't get the same portion size or they raise the price to make up for yeah. that 33 percent, or both
1: right and then it ends up hurting
0: hurts both. everybody it yeah hurts, exactly. it hurts the
1: consumer because they're gonna be like wait a minute this is not you know totally. go to The restaurant,
0: and so, i would be upset about the, i mean a little confused yeah. or if i don't know yeah. right i'd be like what well, i don't get it
1: Exactly. And then you'd also be like, well, wait, then, yeah. And then then it's like the customers end up like paying more in a way because you're paying for the service. And exactly. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah. Good point. Good point. And
1: then, and then it's not good for the uh, restaurant either. They might be saving money on that particular order or steak or whatever, but, you know, because they're giving a lower portion, but then it's going to hurt their reputation in the long run. It's not what people want to see there. People want to see what they're used to seeing. What they yeah. fell in love with the restaurant or future for to begin with, but yeah. the, then the yeah, but then the whole like putting you on their platforms when you're not on them is one of the so bad, really, really not good. It's really it's deceptive, and yeah. And then, um, the other thing is that Grubhub and Yelp this was in a, in a Vice article on 2018, but yeah, and, and a couple of other ones too, but I think the Vice was the big one, um, but they partnered with Yelp um to so when you go to your restaurant there's one in South Austin that I like it's a Vietnamese restaurant and so I I go and it's when I call it's it's like a Grubhub or when I go to online order it's a Grubhub app on the Yelp thing so instead of Uh going directly to the restaurant and and so it's been shown that Grubhub and Yelp so Grubhub and Yelp one of them owns the other or they're part. Yeah.
0: Grubhub bought Yelp, I think, or the other. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's one of those things.
1: Right. And so Grubhub (laughs) is like kind of quietly replacing restaurant information on the Yelp platform with Grubhub's information. So you're trying to call, like I'm trying to call my little pho restaurant in South Austin. And even if I do it for pickup, Grubhub gets so that's what I mean. Like, if you go through that platform, even yeah. if you online order, so I'm like, it's like six minutes away. I don't want Grubhub to deliver. I don't think that's right. You know what I mean? Like, for whatever reason, I want to support the restaurant, but somehow it still goes through the Grubhub ordering app. And then Grubhub charges them, okay, a lower price for that, but maybe say 10%, because they're like, well, you use our platform to get this order, and otherwise you wouldn't have gotten the order. It's like, but I went to, I, Looked up the restaurant's name. I wasn't like, "Hey, you know Yelp, who's got Vietnamese food?" And yeah, American like food? I want to
0: support Grubhub today. What, what, yeah. you know, what restaurant off of Grubhub can I buy? You know, Grubhub. Oh, right. Let me get my Grubhub tattoo. And you know, yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's so. I mean, it's so. I, I I don't like a business leeching off another business, and that's essentially what these delivery companies have done. They've wedged themselves okay. in to a market that you yeah. know they just created this and just leeching off of the customer and leeching off you it's like you haven't created anything you didn't yeah. invent you didn't invent food delivery it's been going around forever before you you didn't even perfect it because how many horrible stories have you heard from people from these delivery stuff right i mean i me personally right. i remember the delivery drivers would come and maybe one it would one out of 10 would be a good delivery driver the rest were always late uh, you know, give you attitude, didn't understand like where to stand or what to do or, you know, yeah. just weird things, right? They they don't check the order. I see them. I mean, I just see, uh, you know, the right. way they're working, right? So, and now they're an extension of your business.
1: right? <laughs> they're right.
0: representing you going they're to deliver the food. You. It's like, no, no, yeah. no, 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 that's, that's, again, it's, I just sent a, an expensive meal, right? That you're taking this huge cut out of and this guy is representing me you know picking his nose on the way to, to you know take <laughs> okay. I, I mean it's just crazy i'm not saying it's look allegedly i'm sure- picked-
1: allegedly <laughs> picking his yeah there
0: there's some great delivery drivers yeah. i know there are uh, but but look you're you're involving other people right other things in there that can complicate it and yeah
1: well, and you alluded to it with the tablet ordering too, and someone brought that up. So this has been kind of a, a hot button topic, like since that article went up, like everyone I've, everywhere I've seen it posted, like a lot of people are you know, either like, oh my gosh, I'm shocked, I'm deleting all these apps, or, you know... Or then I had someone that said, you know, I actually drive for Grubhub and, you know, and, and so you have to consider that in this gig economy, that is how a lot of people make their money and I'm not trying sure. to take their money from them either, Yeah. but, you know, if it's like... But it is a bit predatory too. I mean, you know, it it, it's, it takes advantage of the business. I mean,
0: look, I necessary. I know that they I know they have a job and all, but I'll be honest with you, that job isn't more important than screwing these small businesses over. It's just not. I mean, that's not a that's not a way to think forward. I, I, what I would say is, oh, you have a job, I will help you get another job. Right. You know what I mean? Well, I, let's get of you off industry, of this platform.
1: Driving, yeah, if you're driving for Grubhub, you know you're probably driving for uber you're probably driving for a lift yeah. you know?
0: and they're probably not happy with the driving either yeah. right you know probably at the end yeah. of the day
1: I, well i've heard yes yeah, so it's like it's it's all over the board you know some people i mean i think that that's a zone they're comfortable in sure, and that's fine but then some people and you know maybe they don't i, I don't know but you know and then some people are like no i mean like i drove for you know this one for a while and they didn't treat us very well yeah I mean, can imagine that the, the drivers get much money but i mean you know if it is a steady source of income and you can go make money whenever you need it like waiting tables you know you can go pick up a shift that's and get true. money that night if rent is due and that's a, a good thing about that but yeah uh but yeah i mean i think the other thing that my friend who's worked in restaurants forever <laughs> and i used to work with her at chewy's here in dallas in fact and um she commented you know she's like what about you know because it's like if you're in a restaurant say you're ordering from chewy's and it's through Grubhub or something. Well, the Grubhub driver, you know, they get tipped. They get paid to drive. Grubhub takes their cut. Um, they don't tip at the restaurant. But as you know, I mean, when you work in a restaurant, if I'm ringing it up on my number, whether I'm the bartender or the server, and usually that's what happens. Like a server tip who's out. already working that night brings it up on the. So you're tipping out. You have to claim on your taxes X amount. Oh. Of you know, sales, like the percentage of your sales, it would be like an assumed percentage of tips that you got, say 15%. You know, if you claim that's what you claim, and but you're not getting that. So if you have like a giant to-go order or 10 through one of these apps, like if if, if someone gets a to-go order, they're likely not gonna tip you the 20% that they would in the restaurant. Of course, of course. But they'll probably tip you a couple of bucks or $10, you know, or t- I'm not $10, 10% or a couple of bucks at least you know, um, because they're not just going to stiff you, but you get completely stiffed with these, you know, delivery drivers. And, so that person. and And she said, imagine like a restaurant's busiest night and come on, I'm working at container bar on a Friday night, like trying to get the food out, just see the people in front of you. Exactly. And like you say, and these orders aren't coming in through the traditional way. Like, okay, I'm ringing up orders here and we're cooking here. And then you've got like here's the, here's the Grubhub order and here's the Postmates order. And, you know, and you've got to pay attention to those too, but then it doesn't account for like when the kitchen gets backed up and you can't give the customer an expectation of a longer wait time because you're slammed because yeah. you're not in contact with the customer. Exactly. And yep. so that looks bad on you again yep. as a restaurant, you know, and then, yep. yeah, and then the drivers will get like, Prankier and stuff because their food's not, you know, the food they're picking up isn't ready. Yeah, and it just, you know, so it just all snowballs and it it just puts a too way too much out of the restaurant's hand and puts way too little back into their pocket.
0: One hundred percent. And you know, the drivers will call you too in the middle of service. So the rush, I can't find your place. Is it a left or a right on Oakmont? And you are like, dude, I, you know, (laughs) I, 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 yeah. GPS dog. What did you do before MapQuest? You know, like holy cow, it, it's yes, it's it's a nightmare, yeah. honestly, for everyone. You just you're look. Restaurants are all about streamlining a process, at least good ones, right? Food. It's all yeah. about you know left to right ordering, right? We're gonna get this food. We're gonna prep it. We're gonna slide it out the door to you, right? And and yeah. and you try to take away the this as many steps as you can, right? You want it to be as as quick and easy as possible. And that's, you know, the delivery services, right? They just add so many steps and so many unnecessary problems to the restaurant or the food business, right? That they just don't need. I mean, it's just unnecessary. Honestly, these are people that I think never worked in the industry coming in to try to, you know revolutionize it it's like okay maybe getting some chefs to help with this app like created right we need chef created yeah. apps and chef created delivery services um yeah. you know because again you just got people that have no idea what's going on, so and they, on yeah they're trying to implement into your business and they just don't yeah. even know it's crazy. I mean, again, the it's not even meant for the small person. They they could care less about you. Like it's not meant for you. It's meant for the like you said, the big chain. I'm gonna sign a two hundred, two hundred location deal with whatever, right? Like that's right. What, that's what it's about. I mean, if look, we use right. and that makes sense. Too, you yeah, know? on that
1: volume it makes sense, you know in that volume but it's yeah it's like just the little guys when the little guys get hurt you know me now i'm just like i'm a fierce mama bear and i want to protect all of our little local businesses you know yeah. please don't hurt them that's not nice yeah, you know? yeah. and and i know you are too And we, we talk about this we're so like we're such like hyper local hyper vigilant local you know the lone star Almost. place texas food real texas food you know this is like what it's about like you know, we just, we see, I mean, we sit, we know them, you are them, you know, but we, we work with them, we see them. Even when I worked in restaurants, like I've never worked in a chain restaurant. Now, Chewy's now has, you know, a chain element, but like, it was still owned by the same two dudes when I worked there in the 90s, sure. you know what I mean?
0: Sure. And,
1: you know, and like, it's like, we went to Austin and hung out with them and hung out with the cool Hut people and, you know, it was all one big restaurant family and, you know, we're all still close today, but, you know, but I'm, it's just, yeah, I mean, I work in like, you know, the owner, the owner comes in and like tastes the gumbo in the morning and tells you to throw it all away because the oregano is not fresh. I mean, that's the kind of restaurant I'm used to working in. And that's what we love and want to support. I mean, Austin, you know, needs that variety. Austin needs all these little places bringing in their Jamaican food and the Ethiopian food, their Spanish food, their, you know, just their Italian food. We need it all, but we want each of them to be different and have their own space and, and to be able to make money without having to overcharge. I mean, so if they're exactly. raising their prices because of these third party or partially because of these third party delivery apps, well then, you know, if I'm just going there to order there and eat there, I'm going to probably go there less because I'm like, the prices are so high. Like 20 yeah. bucks, you know? Yeah. Yeah
0: course if it's
1: just if it's just possible
0: yeah it's understandable right like it's it's totally understandable from a consumer standpoint to be turned off by that and the bit and the business knows it they they know it they don't want to do that right like they don't want to it's it's like trust me the business is is the 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 least one that wants to be screwing you over with the delivery stuff right like they they wanted me getting you that food the you know the, the cheapest and the best way that they can um yeah, yeah let me ask you this jolene what do you actually we'll get two things one before i forget because there's uh, a quick story you mentioned the one about the guy who put up that receipt right with grubhub and it had the breakdown of all the charges and stuff
1: i, well, I lost you you froze up
0: oh what about now i got you okay uh, you know, there's that. Remember that you told the story about Grubhub, right? The guy with the receipt and it had all the charges. Yeah. Well, there's another one that I saw. Uh, another article for, about DoorDash, where this uh, I think it was a pizza guy too. Okay. He he, um, he wasn't on the the delivery right. He wasn't on the platform. Right. But one of his customers all of a sudden sent him a message like, "Hey, I can order your pizza from DoorDash. Yeah. Uh, for for sixteen dollars." You know, blah blah blah, and the guy's like, "Wait, I charged twenty four dollars for that pizza, not sixteen, you know, or something like that." It was one or the, you know, yeah. something like that, right? So the guy's like, "What the hell?" So the guy, so the owner of the place, get this, this is what he does. He decides to order his own pizzas at sixteen dollars, right, from DoorDash, yeah. from himself, and then DoorDash pays him twenty four dollars a pizza.
1: Oh because, my God. He's,
0: because he's not on the platform yet. So they can't take a cut yet because he's not, has no deal set up. So that's another way they get you. They'll, they'll do a few transactions for you, no cost, right? That's sort of, and then you're like, yeah, Oh, I love yeah. the service. Let's, let's do it. So the guy did it a bunch and just took advantage of DoorDash and made $6 profit, right? On every P pi- or $8 profit on every uh-huh. pizza. And he never made the pizzas. Right. Right. He just, he just,
1: so he made twenty four dollars profit. On
0: I mean, one hundred percent. Exactly. He just, you know, getting. Uh, I thought that was just so funny. You know
1: that he kept giving the DoorDash people over. So, yeah. like, give him the DoorDash <laughs> pizza. <laughs> oh my god, that's it's so, so funny.
0: funny. Yeah, was, yeah, I mean,
1: you shouldn't have to resort to one hundred percent. Right, like shady tactics. Sure, you know, sure. to deal with shady tactics. You know, and just shouldn't yeah, be shady. Yeah. So, it was just sort of a so way to put a
0: mirror time. up to them. Yeah. I think, and you know.
1: Yeah. Doing? We have to give some credit where credit is due. During this pandemic, I think maybe started in April, but through the end of May, DoorDash has reduced their commission for restaurants to 10%, which is... That's nice.
0: Know, that's that's it's, honestly it's, beautiful.
1: And Favor, which is our Austin local. Favor
0: has done amazing. I don't even include Favor in these. I think Favor is amazing. That's why I haven't really
1: brought them up. But yeah, I love so Favor. I, yeah, I Honestly, Favre,
0: I love Favor.
1: For most local restaurants, and they say it's on their website, because so, I was trying to ask exactly. But yeah, I mean, but Favor's now, right, like, partnering with Hub, and they're doing, like, delivering food for seniors for free or delivering groceries. For free, for free. yeah, Totally. Yeah. Uh, you know, so H-E-B is footing that bill, but that's phenomenal. And, you know, it's just like for a $10 tip for the driver and it goes directly to the driver and that's fair. But then that's the one charge and to get your groceries dealer, that's amazing. And then uh they have, yeah, but they, they aren't charging local businesses and I don't know for how long, but you know, while the closure- Even goes,
0: their normal percentage is only 15%. They yes. are they are and hands down said, the best delivery place. Let me tell you why they're the best delivery place from both from the from the restaurant side. It's real simple. It's only two things. One, the 15%. Two, they come up with a credit card and pay in the moment and you get the money right then. So right. you don't you don't have to wait 6 weeks later to get the money, right? That's yeah. another thing we didn't discuss that these companies do. Think, yeah. They have you put One all the, the house money house. up front. Right, and then you're behind thirty days. You're always behind thirty days, Ugh. and so in the restaurant business, I that's not yeah. how that works. You, you're supposed to be in front, works. in front of it, not behind it, and you yeah. can, you can't ever catch up. You've got right, so, so much you're to you're buy. always You've you're always in the hole. Food. You're in the hole every time. And the money you get from the money they pay you, you just use it to buy the next product for the next month, right? So you're never getting that profit. You never have the profit to play around with. Who has the profit to play around with? Uber does. They use that money, right? Part of their valuation, part of their banking. They're investing it. They're making interest off of it your hard work they they screw you but that's why again that's why i love yeah. favor they come up with yeah. a credit card you don't have a tablet they order like any other customer in fact you don't yeah. even need to worry about it was that a favor order or not it doesn't matter right. you that's don't care fantastic. it's like, awesome yes. favor is the one
1: thing is that favor is amazing also don't tip the businesses so, i mean if you know so they
0: don't you're right
1: yeah so i mean right. you know, there's just but i but yeah i mean if you're gonna do something and take this model that's been successful for these big guys, but you want to make it local and not totally screw the businesses. Then, I just you know, don't think that's up to really the driver though. That, right? yeah. They're local guys. So, you know, we, we do appreciate that, you know, we're not, they're, 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 yeah. And I mean, and, and they did the right thing during this whole thing by not yeah. charging yeah. local restaurants and stuff. And that's, yeah. And I mean, I think one of them didn't even like also waive their de- delivery fees. I shouldn't know which one, but I'm not sure. But for the Uber Eats does it like,
0: I freaking, I can't even believe I used Uber Eats on the podcast so many times. Like, we did. We used it on the podcast in the beginning, right? When you came on, yeah, we yeah, ordered okay. food from Uber Eats. And, and I don't know if you remember me telling you, but I was telling you, like, it's the only company I could use to get some of this food here. Because I can't get the food I want from, right? right. Texas Real Food, right? Like, the, the real organic, all natural stuff yeah, that I want right. to get. They're not even on a lot of these places. So I'm limited uh, yeah. to, to what I want to get so even me I signed a deal with the devil now we stopped right. using them um, <laughs> but yes it's crazy um, uh, but that's what I mean I, is know. like
1: you feel it, it's it's you just shouldn't if you're using a service that's mutually beneficial for all parties then you shouldn't feel like you're signing a deal with the devil
0: 100 you
1: shouldn't yeah. feel strapped over the barrel you know you shouldn't yeah. be like uh, you know, it should make you feel sick to your stomach, which is how you described it to me. Like, you're like it made me feel sick to my stomach. It Did
0: right? it? It still does right now. Yeah. Thinking that I did it, like I hate, I hate it. Honestly,
1: yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, I know it's, it's yeah, and the, and that's the thing. The more I was researching, the more I was finding out. I was like, oh, and this too. and this too. and I'm like, oh, I'm so angry right yeah. now. Oh, like you know, it's really just again. It's like you just you want to be protective of the little guys, I and mean, we we're such. We, you and I, just, we love food. We love local. We're just so passionate about it. And we just want to, you know, we want to see the best happen. I mean, we know how hard it is to make it in the restaurant industry. I mean, the profit not margins good. are not big. I mean, you know, unless you're selling, you know, 50% booze, you know, which is where your real profit margins are, Yeah. you know, you're, you're, you're really doing it because you love it. You know, you can make so many, but you're not, you know, you're not, going to be like yachting with Richard Branson anytime soon. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> no, not, a, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. Food is low mar thin margin, booze is high margin, you know, it's yeah, just how it, matters. just how it goes. Um, You, you don't yeah, get into yeah. food to, you know, oh, I want to make a bunch of money. You get into food because you have a passion for it, right? Yeah, a, that's right. It's just a, that's what I always... You know, I got into a little tuss- not tussle, but you know, a little disagreement before. You know, we we're talking about right. support local, right? Like of right. what it what is local, right? Like,
1: uh, yeah, my,
0: this McDonald's franchise, you know, blah 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 blah. Well, you know, my this is my whole response to that whole thing, yeah. right? Just to wrap up. My thing is, look, I appreciate, uh, you know, you're a local business person living in my community. Yes, that is yes. true. But let me tell you the difference between you and Uh, Joe, whatever that opened his pizza food truck here. Okay. Sure. One is that guy opened that pizza food because he loves food. I'm going to be real honest. You did not buy that McDonald's because you love food.
1: Right. No.
0: You bought that McDonald's because you want to make money. Yeah. And you want to buy another McDonald's and a Wendy's and a Taco Bell and put them all together. And that's how you, that's how you make money off those franchises. I get, but it's money. You don't care. You don't care about food. You you don't have a passion for food. You're not buying a McDonald's because you want people to eat healthy and you have a passion for food. I mean, it makes no sense. So my thing is just like, look, I'm sorry, but where your heart came from, your heart is money. So I'm sorry, but I'm going to put my money where it, not to yours right now because yeah. it needs to go to this guy who has passion and he he got into this to bring me good food, yeah, yeah. right? So I'm going to support 100%. him. I'm sorry. So it's just a difference yeah. to me than, yes, I get it, this local McDonald's and, and there's six people that work there and need a job. Okay, I get right. it. The people are yeah. going to support that anyway, right? There's going to be people that go to McDonald's no matter what you tell 100%. them. I mean, you yeah. could tell them they don't, we use, you know, We we just human body parts in there. People are still going to be lining up to get a Big Mac. I mean, people even know it's not real meat, and they still show up to buy it. So.
1: I oh, no, when when they know when they had that pink slime video, that pink slime video, I thought that would be the end of it for them.
0: Yes. Oh, no. It doesn't Whatever matter. It. No, People, say they
1: don't use the pink slime anymore, but you know, it's like, but you did for a really long time. And, they use all kinds know. of other
0: stuff. I promise you. They use all I kinds know. of other things. Um, and not yes. just them, right? It's not just McDonald's. Right. It's, not all,
1: just it's all, the all the chains. Yeah,
0: It's every no, yeah, Outback, it's, Red it's, Lobster, it's Olive Garden, Texas Roadhouse. All right. It's places.
1: convenience. It's you know, affordable. Although now those places aren't even as affordable anymore. But they're you know, but that and it's. I know a lot of young parents who like McDonald's because they're like it's it's. Got a they're playground. Very, very, they're very very clean. They have a playground. The bathrooms are always very clean. You know, I mean, it was one place that we always like to stop on road trips is McDonald's because sure. the bathrooms are clean.
0: We went to trip- as a kid, right? Like I went to McDonald's too as a kid. I get it.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, we're not dogging them just per se, but we're just saying this is not supporting local. I mean, that was like with the whole conversation. Exactly. It's what this group was about, right? Is like, there's a Facebook group that we're both in that is about, you know, supporting local during this pandemic. Like where are you getting your food to go? Like to encourage people to share their meals, you know, what places are open, show us the beautiful food so that people are inspired to go and support local, right? But then, yeah, there's like, but kind of some people started this brawl, right, like they're like people work at the McDonald's, and uh, they're locally owned and da da, da da da, and I'm like, yeah, but it's again, it's like Mcdonald's it's the same thing like you, the businesses that are going to be around after this
0: exact prices yes. are the
1: businesses that you support yeah. and mcdonald's isn't going anywhere <laughs> no. whether or not they close down every single mcdonald's in the country for two months or not like they're totally. just not going anywhere yes uh, or around the world in fact because yeah. they are global you know yeah. Yeah. 100%. global b- 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 billionaire yeah. yeah but but you know but that little barbecue truck or that little you know taco truck they need you right now and so that's kind of we're
0: like, go, go, go for them. Exactly. So, All it is is like a temporary sort of thing, right? <laughs> it's just saying like during this moment right now, please support these places because they need right. you the most. Basically, Exactly. That's a, I'm not saying don't ever go to McDonald's or Wendy's. Now, would I like that? You know, yes, I would prefer that, that that never happened. Now, yeah. I say that, but at the same time, have I gone to eat at McDonald's and when? Yes, I have. Okay. So if, if one day down the road, you see me in the drive through at some fucking, you know, fast food (laughs) place. Yeah. I won't, I won't have my head down in shame. Cover Look, I'm like everybody else. I, I exactly every three months or so is usually my thing. Like every three months I go and I get some fast food randomly. Just have, it just works into my, Right. Life somehow, and I'll be honest, I regret it every time, which is why it takes three months because three months pass, and I'm like, I, I that should be okay, right? I forget how bad it made me feel uh, before, but Waterburger.
1: I mean, you know, water Waterburgers. I uh, you know, Waterburgers. burgers, Love
0: Waterburger. Yes.
1: Make your oh own
0: God. tortillas. Yeah, taco. Exactly. Yes. Uh, look, you know, yeah, um <clears throat> Tort cheese.
1: Yeah. yeah. Right.
0: There's good chains.
1: <clears throat> there are but yeah I mean we're just kind of saying like the overall the global world domination but you know I mean like I I and I mean I, I laugh sometimes at myself and you feel like I a hypocrite sometimes <laughs> because it's like with the Austin that I've written for for <clears throat> almost four years now or three and a half years it's like I've you know, you. I'm sitting here writing about like my favorite, like you know, South Austin local coffee shops. You know, and I'm writing this article. And I'm talking to everyone. I'm going to everyone. I'm just so happy. And this is where I go most of the time. And if I'm getting on a road trip, I need a drive-through.
0: I've yeah. got my dog in the sure, car. It's 100
1: degrees outside. I'm gonna. I'm getting that Starbucks, <laughs> and I'm sorry, but it's just convenience. You know, there is a focus to convenience like these apps. Like sure. Like these, Third party yeah. delivery services. Like they are, they serve a purpose, which is that it's convenient, you know? And, but we're just saying, like, it is good for the consumer to know their business practices so that we can make the best choices. That's a good based point. Our own beliefs, you know? I mean, yeah. This is what happened. Like, we didn't know.
0: Totally. And so this
1: guy in Chicago, like, blew this out of the water. And people are like, what the hell? You know? Because yeah. we know were outraged. Because we thought we were paying for it because we were paying them. But, you know, we thought that we were uh, paying for the service because we're the ones that wanted the convenience.
0: Totally. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it.
1: And that's really
0: really how it should be, right, moving forward. Are are
1: you listening? Yeah, exactly.
0: That's the type of service that, to me, will be the most successful, you know, moving forward that restaurants are going to be seeking out to be a part of that's what you that's what we need in this uh you know industry is a business to come in that restaurants like nope i want to use them right not the not right. the other way around not the dreaded oh i have to use them right so it but that's the system is putting it on the consumer if you want the delivery we'll do it for you but this is what you pay for right like if you want it but the right. restaurant shouldn't have to eat this enormous cost to right. then you trust me, as a consumer, you suffer in one way or another, you'll suffer from it. So you don't want it either. Right. You want you want the business, the food place that's making your food that you're going to eat. You want them to be operating the least amount of stress, right? The best way possible, blah, 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 because what your food will be the best, the price will be the best, everything will be the best right. for you if, if that's the case. So yeah. look, I want to ask you, Jolene, about have you heard about the runner city thing?
1: I have. I have. I think it's a great idea. It's a great model, and especially right now when, again, more people are ordering delivery than ever than ever before, and not only food. I mean, Runner City, they'll bring you almost anything. Now, you know, it's not a business. And, yeah. That's you know, what's kind of cool about it, though, right?
0: Very it's, much so. It, there, like that's getting I mean. like it's I a almost little, mentioned yeah, it and that's I'm like, maybe we
1: can't because we don't want to get anybody in trouble, right? And sure. now it's like spread to other cities, but it's like, hey, you know, who's in my neighborhood and can go to me? You know, I see people like, I need beer and cigarettes. What,
0: what is, just explain for our listeners what, what Runner City is real quick.
1: Yeah, so it's just that. It's a, a Facebook group and, you know, people say, hey, I'm I'm in, you know, Hyde Park and I need, you know, I call the restaurant, I ordered my food. but uh, For a $10 tip, can someone go pick up that food and bring it to me a mile from the restaurant or two miles yeah. from the restaurant? They say like, here's my request. This is what I need. You know, I've already paid for it. I'm going to pay you via Venmo or PayPal. And you know, some people are like $30, go pick up, you know, a, this meal for 10 or some people are like, yeah, I need, I need some biz. <laughs> <Go Yeah. drink laughs> vodka and smoke, you know, and, and uh-huh. they're like, I'll pay 25 bucks or 20 bucks for that. So, you know, for whatever reason, and it definitely, if you're at home drinking, yeah. Don't go to the store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do it, okay. Please yeah. do it. Time. But yeah. yeah. And it's awesome because you're, the money goes to the driver and a lot of people have lost their jobs. So a lot of people are looking for gigs like this. They pick it up really easily and you know, you, you pick it up on Facebook. There's not like an app you have to download. It's super easy for everyone. As long as they have Facebook, right? Yeah. Facebook is the app, but it's, you know, but it's, a. Uh, yeah i mean it seems to be growing and so it's 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 good the business doesn't pay any extra you're not exactly. paying any extra i mean you're paying one agreed upon fee mm-hmm. for delivery a tip for the driver and you pay them and it's all contactless which is important right now yeah. so you know it's and that's kind of by design it's contactless so they'll go pick it up they'll leave it on front porch you know ring the doorbell and you venmo them the tip
0: yeah Yeah, you're right. It's a great – I think that's a great system that moving forward could really work – you know, in the industry, to be honest with you, because again, anything less you can put on the restaurant, but still get the delivery, right? Like the way favor works again, the way favor works, it's, it's, a, it's such a great system. There's no burden on the restaurant. In fact, they don't even know what the hell's going on. It's right. all, it's all between the consumer and the delivery person. And that's really where it should be. And I really love the runner city idea of, you know, Hey, I'm the, you know, uh, it's just, love it.
1: Is you know that whole what, this is why we can't have nice things. You know, I'm just waiting for something bad to happen with my yeah. city. I mean, I don't want to put that like I no, know. I'm knocking on wood. No bad. News. No, but you're
0: being realistic. I mean, We're that's being just, realistic. Yeah, like, you
1: know that that stuff happens with Uber and Lyft too. So it's not you know. what sure. I mean, I don't think that they're any less safe than any of them. I mean, yeah. How what background checks do your favorite drivers go through? I mean, they're just delivering food, right? They're not coming in your house. Yeah. In theory, uh, you know, or. Uber Eats or Grubhub or any of that. So, I guess it's the same thing, but it's just like it's so out there. Like, oh, hey, okay, you know. But so are all of these apps, and you because they're an organized system, because they work for a company, you assume, you know, these safety measures that they're probably not taking anything. Anyway. And I'm that. Please, I'm that has not been researched. That's an assumption that just based on what we've seen from Uber and Lyft and.
0: For sure, I know mean, that's it though. But you're right. You're right. That's I that's pretty that's much, it. much it. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think Runner City is a great idea. It's a great model. I wish, you know, I do think somehow, some way they've got to make it, you know, once they get past this really insane time, there's got to be some way to make it, yeah, like a little more organized. You know,
0: there's no better time than now. I mean, it's literally come, you know, I mean, it's crazy. It's like. Nothing could have ever prepared a restaurant for delivery like this, right? Because most of the time you're you're running normal operations plus delivery. So delivery is yeah. always a side thing. It's always a little, bleh, you know, yeah. and now it's everything. So honestly, moving forward, delivery will be the best it's ever been for people moving forward.
1: We sure I, ho- hope so.
0: Hopefully, right. I mean, that's it. Yeah. So now's the best time to figure it out. Because whatever gets set in place is going to stay. It's really hard to break those patterns. And once you've set people up on these apps and deliver, it's really hard to break that pattern. But what I really want to stress to the listeners and the viewers is, you know, don't, I know you love Netflix, all right, and Amazon Prime, and I do too, but we don't need a Netflix of food, okay? That's not good. Because what's going to happen is the ghost, you never heard of this, but you will in the next few years, the ghost kitchen is going to explode. And now there are pluses and minuses to it, but you're not getting a full company. You're getting a shell of a food business, right? They have a menu. They, that's it. They don't have any, there's no like, oh, Joe and... What, and, and Lydia started this business seven years ago for a love of tamales and blah blah no 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 Yeah, but
1: you we're not just, joe and Lydia. Yeah, right all we
0: have is in the ghost kitchen it 's just literally one kitchen that services ten businesses so you 've got joe's pizza joe 's tacos joe 's noodles joe 's what right so there's no you 're not getting into that personalization i 'm telling you guys yeah. as, as as consumers, if you keep leaning into these apps as much without any pushback or a way for us to change this, you're going to get the most generic delivery you could imagine. There's not going to be any more personalized small business. Again, I'm all for the ghost kitchen. Okay. But I'm not for it being everything and it will take over. And when you're on those apps, Uber eats, for instance, everything will be a ghost kitchen. You won't even actually see a real restaurant on there at some point, you know, it'll get to that point. And that's what I'm afraid of, you know, Right. I'm really, really afraid of that. I'm afraid of the ghost kitchen concept taking over and us having the Netflix of food options, right? Well, we got to just be able to sift through a gazillion places and, and figure it out. Again, I'm all, we don't need the Netflix of that. We need the Google of that. Meaning I'll bring the search to you, but when I click on it, it takes me to the food business, right? Not the, your app and your stuff oh, and your yeah. thing, right? Like it, t- well, it directly city, takes me yeah. there.
1: Well, and I mean, I got tricked by, again, like when I ordered to pick up from my restaurant, you know? And I mean, so yeah, so what, let's talk about like the pot, like what can people do if they're like disgusted by this, like we are, you know I mean? So, you know, look for better business models like Favor. Yeah. If you're Austin local. Favor, (laughs) Runner, Runner City. Yeah. Yeah. Runner City. Yeah. And, you know, and also like, If you can send someone to pick it up, it's always better to pick up directly yourself. Order directly, and it's unfortunate that even if you think you're ordering directly, sometimes you're ordering through Grubhub. So you have to just the one way that they said one tip that an article gave was to go, you know, get the don't get the number from Yelp. Get the number. Forget Yelp. Google Maps. Google Maps or the or the businesses. Website or social yes. media. I mean, yes. that's the only way to ensure that it's actually the business. Their number. Yes, yes,
0: absolutely. Yeah, Yelp is, don't use Yelp for anything. I mean, don't I mean, even, I, I don't even like mentioning the word. It's like they are the worst thing to happen to food businesses, even worse than the delivery apps.
1: Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Literally. I mean, I, I think, yeah, I don't, I don't want to dog him too hard. Like, I don't know that much about Yelp, but I mean, what I've heard. Just from yeah, my side,
0: think- just from the business mm-hmm. side of, yeah. of all the things I saw them do to us personally.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and like, like they do it with like, no regard for this is wrong. Right. Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah we did that. And we are strong arming you and we will, put your bad reviews at the very top unless you pay us money. I mean, they literally yeah. blackmail you and they're not coy about it. They don't beat around the bush. They get right to the point. Right. And yeah. It's
1: not, it's not as organic as it was intended. Oh, it's not oh, like not at community all. building each other up and you know, helping each other out it is it's you know that that's like the ideal of of y'all that would be nice once once it got going they're like okay we've got to monetize it and monetize it it's again like strong arming the businesses and did you hear about the guy um i want to say let's just say they're all pizza places another pizza place but anyway it wasn't but it was some restaurant and you know, the one-star reviews? Him. Was they it that guy? That yeah, yeah, the one-star review guy. So he was like offering like a 20% discount or 25% discount for anybody writing a one-star review. So he had like... 300 reviews rolling in and 600 reviews rolling in and so it kept his business up at the top but also then no one's taking the one star seriously he totally yeah but because they kept getting so many reviews like they kept going to the top was the first place people would find and then the one star reviews were really like you know oh this place is amazing i love it so much (laughs) one star you know what i mean and it was so cool but you know what that's what i mean like you mentioned that other guy that did that for uh, the other app and it's like it's all these Whoa. pizza
0: owners right they're just like <laughs> <these> creative <laughs> dudes man
1: <So, laughs> you <like> clever <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's right. funny yeah i heard about that guy and i thought that was uh the greatest thing ever to ask people to do the one star yelp review yeah i thought that was genius Yeah, uh, props to that guy uh that was props smart that smart <laughs> smart move really funny and <laughs> a way around the algorithm right of yeah. Uh, get, getting them to strong arm you again imagine if our food business was strong arming you right imagine if you came to get a steak from me I'm like oh you like the steak oh you like it and I'm like I behind my back I'm like well what are we gonna do to get you this steak right you can pay this you can pay that and I'll let you eat it over here but not over here right that's basically yeah. what these businesses do so imagine work because we're customers for them Right. right. And that's how they treat us. Right. So imagine if you as a customer got treated that way, you would never use that business again. But again, they make it to they make it in such a way that you sort of have nowhere else to go. You're in a cul-de-sac, right? You're at the end of an alley. I have nowhere else to go. I have to go this route. Right, I have to turn around and go this route, um, and that's the thing. That's so the other options need to come up. I, whatever it is, I don't know. It's not out there yet, but the favor model, maybe the Runner City is the way to go. I think the best thing you can do as a consumer at this point is, um, you know, call the business and see if you can deal with them directly. And if you still really want to eat with them, and the only way is through Uber Eats or Grubhub, look, I get yeah. it. Use it. Okay, it's not a big deal. Like, All I right. mean. It, but but the key is, i think is is that you tried something else right first so as, as long as maybe it's not your first go to and maybe it is sometimes you don't even have time to look up other stuff you just need it ordered and you know the kids are screaming in the back seat you need yeah. to go. i get it it's like in moderation, i get it yeah totally. i
1: mean it's yeah i mean and it's yeah like we are not judging anyone for using anything 100% specific, Right. Not. we just want to get the information out there that we yes. discovered that shocked us and upset us that you as a business owner and me as a consumer, you know, and who cares about, you know, promotes local businesses. It's like, it's just, it's, it's a, uh, it's upsetting. And I just want people to know that that is the deal. Yes, you know, exactly. that restaurants are yeah. not getting all the money. You're not helping them keep their doors open at this time necessarily. I mean, yes, some sales are better than no sales and you know, 67% of a sale. Okay. That's great. But like, you know, with food costs being what they are and food costs are going up right now too uh for those restaurants you know their supply chain is broken just like everybody else's and so it's even costing them more to make that food yeah and so then when they're taking food out of it it's just like it's like a stab to the gut it's not cool man
0: it's really not you know it's look it's a it's a tough situation for everybody and like you said um you know not you know just do the best you can, right? It's, it's, do um, you do the best you can. Just have it at the forefront of your mind. Um, yeah. and maybe just understanding try the transparency the of it, you know, yeah. will help try make to pick a up
1: if you can. Decision.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: Look for something like Runner City, look for something like, I mean, Favor. Yeah. You know, kind of an order of preference. And if you were using one of the big guys, maybe DoorDash through sure. the end of May because they've reduced their commission to the restaurants to 10%. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you know, so look for the companies that are trying to do
0: better. Totally. That, and that's it. You know, we're all, we all got to do our part, we do. Um, you know, for, for sure. So yeah, that's all super good advice, Julie. Well, look, do you have anything else that you want to throw on on the end? Um, I, I want to end on that note, myself personally, just do. a good positive yeah. uh, uh, note. So I don't know. What do you think?
1: I think mean, that's right. I think that's good. and I think we can wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I like that. Like how hey, you rolled that in there. Um yep. okay. So all right. Well thank you, um, Jolene for coming on. I really appreciate you um, you know, giving us the insight and thank you so much for everything you do for the community and supporting food and you know, I mean it's it's awesome, you know. Um so grateful to that you do what you do. So and thank you for writing this article. Uh, it was but a really yeah, good sure. article. You're writing all kinds of you're s I mean, you're slaying it right now. You really are. You're you're writing some really amazing <laughs> article so guys please check out jolene um tell people how to you know check you out real quick
1: right on well i write for the austinaut so i just did the restaurant survival guide like with tips from like the best that i've seen other businesses doing um to stay afloat like restaurants and bakeries and food businesses and so look that up the Re, yeah, the restaurant survival, food service industry survival guide, pandemic survival guide on the Austinot. But yeah, so you didn't just look me up, J-O-L-E-E-N, J-E-R-N-I-G-A-N, Jolene Jernigan. And I'll also write for the American Genius, which is where this article um, was featured. And so the American Genius and the Austinot, those are the big two uh, that I write for mostly.
0: Yeah. Awesome, Jolene. You're just, you're amazing. And thank you so much for everything you do and all the support you give to everybody. And, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. Um, You know, I definitely, I know a lot of people are reading it, right? And and using you as a a vessel in a lot of ways, you know, to, you know, know. get information. And um, I know I can always trust anything you write that's what i love about your writing is that i know you've i know you've researched it i know you've looked into it i know you've double checked right and i love that like that makes me that's power that's powerful yeah to be honest with you it's powerful especially in this day and age so again just thank you for everything you do and thank you for joining me today and talking about this with the delivery stuff
1: and thank you i think you're killing it with your podcast man
0: thank you yeah we're trying spread the message i will all right, girl. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good rest of the day. Have a good weekend.
1: Bye. Happy weekend.
0: All right. Yes. Bye-bye. All right. I really hope you enjoyed that podcast as much as I did. If you have any questions for me, please feel free to email the podcast at Patrick at Texas, um, And don't forget, you can check us out on uh, Apple podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, you know, all the different places you can get podcasts, you'll, you'll find us on there, or you can just go to our website, go to the lonestarplate.com and, uh, you can find everything you need there, all the episodes. Um, and you can check us out on YouTube. If you want to watch it, you know, we video these, you know, on a little webcam here and do the zoom stuff. And, um, you know, so if you feel like doing it that way, go to the Texas real food YouTube channel and you can find it there. Uh, make sure to follow uh, Texas real food as well on Instagram and Facebook subscribe um, and if you you know are so inclined please leave us a review anywhere you can um, you know follow us on Spotify or leave a review on Apple podcast uh, that would really help us out uh, as well so if you support you know what we're trying to do here so thanks again for listening really do appreciate it um, without you guys we we'll, you know what's the point of doing this um, so if you have any suggestions on how we can make the show better please let us know All right. Thanks again. Be safe out there. Wash your hands.